Welcome to CityCast. I'm Ashley Studebaker. Thank you for sharing your time with us today. CityCast is brought to you by the city of Rock Hill, South Carolina, where we discuss all things Rock Hill with our city cast. Rock Hill's curbside recycling is a single stream recycling service, which basically means all materials to be recycled are mixed in the collection truck and then sorted at the materials recovery facility. Single stream recycling makes it convenient for residents to recycle and cost effective for the city to collect and transport these materials. In this episode, Katie Quinn, Rock Hills Communications Manager, and Elizabeth Morgan, our environmental educator, discuss recycling here in Rock Hill. Hi, I'm Katie Quinn, the city's communications manager, here with our environmental educator, Elizabeth Morgan, to talk about recycling. So we recently announced some changes to our sanitation processes, and in addition to now needing to put in a service request for anything that's not in your container, there were some changes to what can be recycled. So Elizabeth's going to help us understand what that means. Um, so before we jump in, can you just tell us a little bit about yourself, Elizabeth? Sure. So my name's Elizabeth Morgan. I'm the environmental educator. I've been with the city for 15 years. And the environmental educator um, gets to go out and talk to people of all ages, from little children all the way up to grownups. Um, and we talk about recycling, litter prevention, and how to keep our community sustainable and healthy. So it's been a lot of fun. I get to go to a lot of events. I get to go to a lot of schools and meet a lot of different people. Maybe not so much right now. Yeah, not right now. <laughs> we're trying to do it all virtual. Yeah. So if you go to the Clean and Green Facebook page, you'll see where we're pushing out a lot of information um, that way, a lot of videos and tutorials and different fun things. Okay, so can you help us understand how, how do we decide what we're gonna take in our curbside recycling bins? Sure, yeah, that's an important question. And um, as the city, we don't actually get to decide what goes in our curbside bin. So we work with a processor or what we call a material recovery facility, also known as a MRF, and we can only take what the MRF can accept. And the MRF can only accept what they can send somewhere to make into something new. So the MRF gives us a list of the things that we can take in our curbside bin. In. Okay, and so when we talk about um, a processor and a market for recycling, what, what do those terms mean? Sure. So recycling, just like anything, is a commodity. It's a product. So um, there have to be markets or there have to be end users for those products to make them into something new. So for example, um, we as the city, we tell you what you can put in your curbside bin. We collect it all together. We haul it to our MRF, our processor. They put it through an automated system which separates it into all the different commodities such as plastic, paper, um, metal, uh, chipboard. So all of those different things, they get separated. They get baled just like you would bale a hay bale, um, but into a square so they're compressed. Um, into these nice little cubes and then they're stacked on a tractor trailer and then the processor sends them off to what we call a market or an end user and that's the person that's going to make them into something new. So for an example, aluminum can goes in your curbside bin, gets taken to the, the MRF for the processing center, goes through the whole automated system, ends up with all the other aluminum cans or foil or pipe plates, all the aluminum, gets bailed and is sent off to aluminum manufacturer to be made back into an aluminum can or even parts for a bicycle, or could even be um, parts on an airplane, anything made out of aluminum. But that's the cycle. So those are kind of the key players in the recycling. Okay, so then when we talk about a market, uh, obviously, like you said, this is a business and an economic enterprise that you know we 
pay to take the recycling somewhere. We pay drivers to collect it at the curb. We have to pay when we take it to the processor. Somebody has to pay to take it from the processor and make it into products. How has that evolved over the last decade or so? Yeah, right. So recycling is a $13 billion industry in South Carolina and provides a lot of jobs for South Carolinians. Um, locally, what we've seen is, like you said, we, we have drivers, we have trucks, we have haulers. So that's kind of our role in that process. Um, over the past several years, we have seen global changes in the markets. Um, just like any commodity, it fluctuates from year to year. So we've seen some global downturn. Um, we've also seen an increase in processing fees. And for us, that means that we have seen an increase in what we're paying to processors to, to sort and separate their recycling. So we have seen some of that as well, um, which is why it's important for us to really know what to put in our recycling bin and make sure that we, we do the right thing. But we also see economic benefits to recycling. Uh, we don't pay the landfill fees that we would. Um, we're saving landfill space in South Carolina, which benefits all, all of us. And we're finding sustainable ways to reuse the products we have rather than using our natural resources. So let's talk about then what right now we can take in our curbside bin. Um, starting with the things we can't take because of a change that we've recently had in our the MRF that we take our things to. Is that right? Yes. So we've changed where we take our recycling for processing. We've changed our MRF. And when that happens, that can change what materials we can take in. Because like we said, we can only take what our MRF can take. So two big things that we've changed are glass and cartons. So glass is interesting because it really has more to do with the single stream versus um, separated item. So when we put our material at the curb and it's all together in the bin, which is nice and convenient, we love that, um, we call that commingled or single stream. Well, when the glass goes in with that, um, as we all know, glass is very breakable. So when the glass goes in and it goes on the truck and it goes to the tipping floor and all of those things, it's going to get broken. When that broken glass goes through the very automated, high-tech uh, separation, it can damage that machinery. There's a lot of different parts and pieces and um, optical sorters and all kinds of things, and that glass can damage it. So the MRF cannot take the glass because it cannot go through that sorting processing because it will damage things. But if the glass is separated beforehand and doesn't enter into that stream, then it can't be recycled. So what we recommend if you want to recycle your glass is that you just keep it separate. Um, at my house, we have a bucket in the garage. We put our glass in there. When it's full, we take it to any of the 16 York County Collection and Recycling Centers. They have a whole separate container for glass. So then you just put your glass in that container and it can be recycled. And I would imagine, too, as far as us taking commingled or the single stream, if it's expensive to collect separated items at the curb because I think that is what used to happen years and years ago and people didn't recycle as much because it was more difficult to separate and took longer time for the drivers to work with? Is that right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, recycling started as drop-off centers where people could drop it off in all the different little containers and then involved to curbside. And when we started, you know, we may have had trucks with different compartments where we could put the paper or put the aluminum cans. But now that we have a wider range of what we can take um, and that there's more demand for different products, we just don't have a truck that could separate it out that way. Um, 
and we, we just don't have enough people or trucks to run separate routes to pick up different items. That, that's just too time and cost consuming. So um, with the glass, you know, like we said, you can take it to the county collection centers or it can go in with your household garbage. Okay. Um, the cartons are another item. So cartons would include like juice boxes, milk cartons, uh, juice cartons. Um, so like the stuff that half creamer, and half comes in. Exactly. Okay. Yep. Yeah, that kind of foldable top or sometimes they have chicken a broth, little, maybe chicken broth. Yeah. Okay. Those items. So the, the MRF we work with right now does not have that end user. They don't have anywhere to take that material to. So they cannot collect it if they don't have anywhere to take it. And since they don't have anywhere to take it and they don't want it, we can no longer collect it. So right now we're just um, putting cartons in with our household garbage. Let's talk about then what we can put in our bins and will actually get taken to the MRF and processed correctly and get made into new things. Yeah, so, and this is really important. We wanna make sure we recycle right. So keep that thought in your head. It is better for us to recycle right and just do the simple thing than it is to try to um, what we call wish cycle, which means you just throw something in your bin and think, gosh, I hope that gets recycled, um, just because you're not sure if it can or can or cannot be recycled. When that happens, um, when something goes in the bin that we can't recycle, if there's too much of that, it's called contamination. And it's, you know, when, when we hear contamination, we think like oil spill. It's not like that, it's more contamination like the things in our recycle bin, there's too many items that need to go to the landfill and they have contaminated that whole load and that whole load's gonna have to go to the landfill instead of being recycled. So what we wanna do is make sure we really have good clean loads just of items we know can be recycled. So let's talk about what those are. So to start out, um, we've got chipboard, which are our cracker boxes, cereal boxes, tissue boxes. We have a lot of chipboard in our house. Um, I recommend you flatten it because you can get more in your bin that way and just make sure you pull out the packaging. So the cereal, you know, the liner, any of that stuff. So the bag, the plastic bag that's inside the cereal box can't be recycled. We need to put that in the trash can. Yes, or you can take that um, with your your um, shopping bags that you take back to the grocery store. It can actually go in with that. Okay. Um, but it does not belong in your recycle bin. So that kind of plastic film is almost the same as a plastic grocery bag. Correct. Okay. Yeah. So, so chipboard, great. We want all the chipboard. Paper, so we'll take mail, we'll take um, office paper, magazines, newsprint, um, any kind of paper except for shredded paper. So the problem with shredded paper, kind of like the glass, um, you think of all that little confetti and it just spreads out throughout the, the processing and it's just too small to collect it all for recycling. Again, you can take shredded paper to the York County Collection and Recycling Centers. They have a container just for shredded, but we cannot take it in our curbside bin. And you can't put it in a grocery bag or a plastic bag in your bin because the plastic bags jam up the systems too? Right, and that's a change. We used to ask you to bag your paper, and I know we have a lot of residents who um, do that and, and that that's what we used to want you to do, but now we just want it loose because of the way the processor wants the material. So paper can go in loose, um, that's fine. No plastic bags at all, not even around your paper. Um, steel cans, so those are your soup cans, your vegetable, your tuna, your cat food. Those are great, um, just make sure they're empty. Push the lid in so that nobody gets cut and we'll take those, leave the labels on, all that's fine. Um, we also take aluminum, so we'll take aluminum cans, pie plates, and foil. Again, just make sure they're empty um, and put them in your bin. Now, use some common sense with this. If you baked, I always use this example, a, a pecan pie, and it is sticky and gooey and stuck all to the bottom of the aluminum pie plant pan, 
that's going to go in your trash. So if you can get most of the food waste out, that's great. Um, but if you can't, it needs to go in the trash. Okay. Um, plastic. So plastic is important. We want to take bottles, jugs, and jars. So say to yourself, is this a bottle, jug, or jar? And if it is, put it in your recycle bin. And a plastic bottle, plastic, plastic. jug, plastic jar. Right. Yes, gotcha. exactly. So plastic jars would be like your peanut butter jars, your mayonnaise jars. I have this big cracker um, container that is a jar. Plastic jugs would be like your milk jugs, um, juice, uh, laundry detergent. You'll find you have a lot of these things in your house. And then plastic bottles or anything shaped like this. This one was a soap refill. This one was water bottle. So anything like that um, can go in. You can leave the lids on. Um, that helps them from getting lost. So just make sure they are empty with the lids on and they can go in your recycle bin. And then finally, corrugated cardboard. These are just little samples, but all those Amazon boxes that we're getting in our house, we want your Amazon boxes. So we would be happy to take your corrugated cardboard. We do ask you cut it down into two foot by two foot sections. That way we can fit it on the truck. Um, so does it slide into like a slidey hole on the side of the truck? It, it depends on the truck. Um, some of them have a, a side loader, so they, they go that way. There's not really a hole um, like there is in a cardboard dumpster, gotcha. if you've seen that before. Um, but it, there is an opening that needs to be two foot by two foot. And if you have, it also will fit in your bin better that way. Um, if you have just moved or say you just really like to online shop and you have a lot of boxes, you can still take your corrugated to any Rock Hill fire station and they do have those red corrugated cardboard dumpsters. You can put them there as well. And so should we put the corrugated in the curbside bin with the rest of our stuff or stack it next to it or get another free bin just for cardboard. <laughs> That's what I do. Yeah, whatever works for you. Yeah. We're flexible. Um, you know, if it fits in your bin, feel free to do that. If you want to stack it next to the bin, that's fine too. Or if you want to, if you have a lot and you need a whole other bin, we'll be happy to deliver one. Okay. Yeah. And the, uh, the little 18 gallon Kirby bins are free. So, and we'll bring you as many as you want to use. So yeah. Um, you just call customer service or do a work order and we'll be happy to bring out a bin. Okay, let's talk about plastic. I know you said plastic bottles, jugs, and jars. I know I used to throw in my yogurt containers and you told me I wasn't allowed to because the MRF doesn't take those. Um, so let's plastic silverware from takeout places. Right, that'll go in your household garbage. Okay, how about my red Solo cup? that goes in your household garbage. Or you can wash and reuse it, but we cannot put that in our curbside bin. No no plastic Solo cups, no um, coffee cups, no no cups How of about any the kind. Chinese takeout containers? That needs to go in your uh, curbside. Oh, the, the paper ones? No, no, the plastic ones. The plastic ones. Yeah, yeah the plastic ones need to go in your, your household trash. Okay. Yeah. But paper to go containers? Yeah, so a lot of places now do what it's like a chipboard material. Yeah. It's that a lot of times it's brown, but it's that paper board that can go in your recycling bin. As long mm -hmm. as it's not all covered in food and grease. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Which a lot of times they do a liner, which is great. That kind of helps out. With okay. It. As markets change and evolve and things change with what we can take and because of what the MRF takes. How can we make sure that we're recycling responsibly? Yeah, so it goes back to recycling right again. Um, it's about educating yourself and knowing what you can recycle. So just because something may be recyclable in Charlotte or Columbia or wherever you moved from does not necessarily mean we can take it here because our all of our MRFs are a little bit different. And so we have to to be able to know what we recycle in our community. And to, can you talk a little bit about the, the little recycle symbol on products and how they have numbers in them and does that matter for us? Right, yes. So 
um, a lot of manufacturers will put that recycle symbol on their product, which is great but also confusing. Because again, that product may be recyclable in California or Wyoming or Florida, but not here. So we would ask you not to go as much on what's on the packaging and really pay more attention to what your community can recycle. So while those are, they're great, and I, I, I understand why the manufacturers do that, um, if you can really focus on where you live and find out what, what you can do there, that's more helpful. So learning about that, and at the city of Rock Hill, we try to make that easy. We have it on our website. Um, we have it, you can call customer service. You can look at the city of Rock Hill social media or Rock Hill Clean and Green social media. Um, anytime we have an update, we change things. We send out postcards to families. So we're trying to, to get that message out as much as we can. Um, but we would really ask our residents to make sure you're, you're just keeping it simple and just putting in the things we know we can recycle. And I guess if in doubt, throw it out. Is that the mantra? Yes, if in doubt, say? throw it out. That's right. So we'd rather go in your household garbage than contaminate a load of our recycling that could have been made into new products. Because that really is our goal, is to be able to get these products to a manufacturer to make them into something new so that you can buy them in stores in South Carolina and um, and have those resources available. And so for the people who really feel passionate about recycling because it's good for the environment, that's the way to do it, not throw stuff that you hope is going to be recycled in there. Right. And I understand that, that mentality, but it actually does more damage than it does good. Um, one other thing, you can take it to that next level and look at the York County Collection and Recycling Centers because they can take some things that we cannot take at the curb just because they can't be mixed in. So for example, glass, plastic bags, shredded paper. And then there's things like used motor, used motor oil, um, oil gas, mixture, paint, tires, electronics, so all kinds of things that they can take at those collection centers that are open for all of our Rock Hill residents to use because you're York County residents as well. Um, you can take your items to those centers. And they're able to take more of those things because they're keeping them separated and have specific places rather than it being all mixed up together. Right. Yeah, right? they're already source separated and they have those vendors for those items. And so I know when I was younger and growing up, we... Um, you know, you heard a lot of the reduce, reuse, recycle. Yeah. So I imagine that's still a thing. Yeah, still very relevant. So when you are purchasing things, you know, your dollar has power. So you want to make those choices when you're purchasing. So first think about how you can reuse. Can you use... Um, reusable items. Can you use a water bottle, a reusable water bottle instead of a plastic one? Not, you can't always, but sometimes you can. Um, and then also, how can we reuse some items we can't necessarily recycle? I know when I was growing up, the Cool Whip container in the fridge, nine times out of 10, had leftovers, not Cool Whip. So, you know, those kind of containers that, that come and you can't recycle them, but you could reuse them for something else. Um, and then reducing the waste we have in the, in the first place. So again, reusable containers, taking a reusable container to lunch, instead of disposable items, just thinking about those things. And then when you're buying items, think about the packaging. So if I have a choice between a glass peanut butter jar and a plastic peanut butter jar, I know the plastic's easier for me to recycle at home because I can put it in my curbside bin. So that might be the choice that I go with. I guess just finally, the things we talked about, the glass and the cartons that we can't take anymore, those aren't the only things we can't take. We mentioned some of the plastic items and like the Cool Whip container I might think that's a plastic jug, but that's... 
Right. So unless it's got like a, a, a lid that screws on and off, okay. it's it's not a plastic bottle, plastic jug, or plastic jar. Okay. Um, you know, like a yogurt container, that's going to go in your household garbage. Cool Whip container, household garbage. Okay. A few other things that um, we sometimes see in our bins that we cannot take, styrofoam of any kind. When you're putting your car corrugated cardboard out, make sure you pull the, any styrofoam out of that. Um, no styrofoam takeout containers, no styrofoam egg cartons, none of that. Um, plastic bags, they can be recycled at the grocery store, the collection centers. Um, also, all four of our rec centers have a, a deposit place for plastic bags where we collect those and get them recycled, so you can go there too. Um, and then no food waste. We want to make sure you know, you're not throwing, like, I don't know, half a pizza out with your pizza box. So make sure you've, and the little peppers and the garlic sauce, those have to go. Gotcha. Okay. Well, thank you to Elizabeth Morgan, our environmental educator, for helping us understand a little bit about recycling and why there are some things we can take at the curb and some things we can't and what happens to it after we've collected it and taken it. Um, make sure that you check out cityofrockhill.com slash recycle for the list of things and examples of what can be recycled. And as Elizabeth said, follow the Clean and Green Facebook page. That is a group of volunteer boards and commissions folks that help um, us and help Elizabeth with environmental education. Thank you. Thank you for taking time out to listen to our podcast. If you liked what you heard today, be sure you subscribe. Also, visit our website, cityofrockhill.com, for all things City of Rock Hill, South Carolina. We hope you have a great week.